Hello Voices, my name is Joe Choi and I'm a multi-award-winning voiceover and host of a voiceover's audio adventure podcast. A bi-weekly show where I learn about the voiceover and audio industry and share with you all the stories, tips and tricks along the way. Today's adventure is about coaching. So, did I get coaching? Hmm. When I started off, I didn't use a coach for two reasons. One, I didn't know where to get a trusted one from. And two, I did not have the funds. Plus, I'm impatient. I was mainly doing commercial reads in the beginning where the client would want to utilize my natural voice and dialect. So, in my opinion, there was nothing I needed coaching with at the time. Because I started off without VO coaching and was fighting success, I was very hesitant to get coaching and continued to practice with scripts and learning from session to session. Seeking coaching or mentoring when trying to learn a new skill or speciality is definitely recommended though. I have done so over time like when I did my gaming demo. In my opinion, my acting and gaming experience was little to none so sought out to learn the basis which helped at the time. So you may be thinking, should I get a coach? Where do I find one and what should I look for in a coach? Legitimate questions indeed. So I sat down with voiceover coach Sifa Inchi, founder of 4C Voices, to learn more. So for, for those who don't know who you are, would you like to introduce yourself then? <laughs> it's always like all kinds. I love but, this. Um, <laughs> no, so yeah, my name is Sifa, Sifa Inchi. Um, I'm a voiceover artist, I'm an audio producer, um, and I'm also the founder of 4C Voices, which is a platform for novice and an experienced voiceover artists. We'd run through 4C Voices, I run um, one-to-ones, masterclasses, and we're also transitioning into an agency as well, which we're sort of doing on the side anyway. So we're gonna be fully focusing on the agency side of things in yeah very very soon wow sounds awesome and how how long like how did you get into voiceover okay so my voiceover journey um so i've been a voiceover artist now for about 10 years okay um i started i have a radio background so i um really wanted to be a radio presenter you know i did a little bit of radio um on bang radio was now the beat was on bang radio now the beat fm um really wanted to get into radio presenting but in the meantime i was still working in radio production um, and it was when I was working at Represent Radio as the assistant manager that okay. my manager at the time sort of said to me, oh, you should do the jingles for us. You know, you've got a nice voice. You know what you're doing. Do the jingles. So I did it, um, you know, and it was actually her who then found or came across a competition on Facebook, I believe, where they were looking for new voices An agency were looking for new voices. And so she was like, oh, see, you know, you've been talking about getting into voiceover work. You should totally apply for this. Shout out to that manager, by the way. I haven't seen her in years, but I'm shout out to her because she's the one who actually found this. And she was like, oh, you should totally apply for it. And I didn't really think much of it. I just put together some of my um, jingles and some of my radio work and put through off like a little two minute reel. And luckily from that, I ended up getting shortlisted down to the final four from, you know, say thousands of people that entered. Um, Not really knowing myself at that point, I guess how to get into the voiceover industry. I'd been speaking to her about it, but I didn't quite know the steps to take, much like a lot of the people that come through my yeah. doors. You know, it's very much, you know, I didn't really know anyone that looked like me, sounded like me, that was in the industry. So it was kind of like a bit this elusive, like, 
Where what is this world? But anyway, got shortlisted to down to the final four. And in order for them to select the final one, we we're gonna to have to go along to like a recording day. So all four of us. So oh, wow. go to like the BBC, Global, just a bunch of different spots in Soho, which is like, you know, the home of um Bio, yeah. and just record different spots. And like when I read that, like in the email, I was like, Oh no, this is not for me. Like it's very peopley and I'm not good with like strangers. At the time I was like, oh, <laughs> awkward. Get it. But, um, you know, up until the day I was not going, you know, I was very much like, you know, this is not for me. You know, I'm glad to have come this far and I'm grateful. So final top four is good enough for me, you know? And then, you know, it was literally my boyfriend on the day was like, listen, you never know what could happen. Just get up yeah. and go, just go to it. So, you know, I literally dragged my feet to this competition, honestly. We had to meet at White City, BBC TV studios. And, um, you know, I poked my head out of the station. I looked left and I saw like, cars and cameras wow. and, you know, it was a whole thing and I was like you know what see why sure look you've come this far use an opportunity to network one thing I can do is network my ass off do you know what I mean I can make phone yeah. calls I can chat to people so I said let me just network so I went and so said so done the very peopley it was me another girl and then two guys and um I thought one of the guys sounded like heaven his voice was just so smooth so so in my mind he already won you know he was the guy he sounded like the guy on tv you know, mm. ended up being a great day. Um, went along, like I said, to all these different spots in Central and Soho, just recording different VO scripts. And um, I was along the way, just taking loads of email addresses down. Like, I'm going to contact you after. I'm going to call you. I'm going to call you. I'm a network. This, you know, what I mean, this is the. And as I was doing the all the like the little script reads or what have you, all the different locations, I was like falling more and more in love with this world of VO. And I was like, this is definitely for me. Like, I yeah. need to have this in my life. It has to be me. So, you know, left the competition and I was buzzing, to be honest, um, contrary to how I thought I was going to feel. I was buzzing. The other voices were amazing. Like one guy in particular I thought was brilliant. And I was buzzing. And I was like, listen, come Monday, I'm emailing everybody. I'm just wow. going to like make sure that this is my life. And then, you know, before I even got a chance to email, you know, I got a phone call from the competition people and they were like, thank you for taking part, c I Like, congratulations, you've won. And I'm like, Okay. <laughs> I'm like, let's call the guy. I'm like, what about John, the other guy? She's like, what about him? You know, we've got no one that sounds like you and our books and stuff like that. And we think he's sound really authentic and X, Y, and Z. And, you know, I went into it pretty much kind of doubting myself a little bit. I'm from South London. I don't pronounce my T's. You know, I'm just very much. Amen. <laughs> I'm just, you know what I mean? I'm just a girl from South. I'm from yeah. Lewisham. I grew up in, born and raised in Lewisham. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So for me, I didn't really think my voice was anything special until my agency, who was Hobson's at the time and are still Hobson's to this day. It was meant to be a one-year contract and it's been 10 years plus. Wow. Yeah, and that's pretty much the start of my voiceover journey. Wow, so awesome, yeah. awesome, um, awesome story, actually. But so yeah. you've done this competition. Yeah. And you were thrown in at the deep end. Did you get coaching at any point? You know, uh, my coaching was actually, like we were saying before we started this, I went on YouTube a lot. Because it's funny, my first job was um, for Burger King and it came maybe like a week after winning this competition. And my agent called me and she was like, oh yeah, listen, I know, you know you've not signed your contract yet, but um, we've got this job coming. We think you'd be perfect for it. She, I yeah. want to put you forward. And it was for Burger King. I was like, you know what, do it. You know, and when she said that, I just sort of went on the YouTube and started like Googling and searching and coaching myself, essentially. I didn't get, I've never had any professional coaching. I just sort of did it myself. I've always been pretty confident on mic anyway. And I just saw it as an opportunity to like sharpen up my presenting skills and just sort of went into it like that. 
And um, yeah, it was no professional coaching, just like personal on my own coaching, to be mm. honest. Wow. So you're, you're self-taught. So yeah. what made you want to become a coach? Yeah. So throughout my radio career, I've also done um, radio training, radio broadcast training. So I'd been doing that a lot through work at Represent and getting into voiceover coaching pretty much came, because for years I didn't do it. Um, okay. I uh, Voiceover coaching, I did it on the side for people that I knew that wanted to get into VO. I'd yeah. go to this. Do you know what I mean? I'd do it like one-on-one with them, but never as an official business or job. And it was only when I would get inundated with, and I still do, DMs and messages and emails just in regards to people wanting to get into voiceover work that um, I was sitting with a friend and I wanted to sort of like funnel all of this because what I would do in the past is even like take people along to like my sessions, like look, sit in and network and, you know, see who you can speak to and just like, you know, just see what I can, what I do. And then, you know, see what you can do from there. And, you know, some people would, you know, take my, because sometimes I'll spend like hours with people that I don't even know, like just sort of Instagram or Twitter, <laughs> yeah. you know, just sitting and meeting them up and, you know, giving them a play by play and what to do and the, the steps they can take and who they can speak to. And some would do it, some wouldn't. It's like actually the ones that didn't do it, that would annoy me the most. Yeah. It's like, that was like a lot of time and effort that went into this. Yeah. But it was more that it was the ones that I was helping and that were following the steps. I kind of wanted to just nurture them a little bit more I feel like I'm quite a nurturing person and having my radio training background as well I just felt like I need to sort of like funnel this into one space and it started off actually not even as training it started off just as an event it was a sold out event a voiceover event that um that I did where I wanted to bring people from the voiceover community into one space to talk to everyone that looked like me sounded like me about how to get into VO so Romel London was on the panel, Kerry was on the panel, Rio was on the panel, Stefan, Jai. Um, Quite a big Just panel. a bunch of people. Yeah, it was a panel of about six, including myself. I was sort of like okay. hosting it, but it was more um, that I just, oh, and Jack, sorry, Jack Sound Design was on the panel as well. Okay. The but it was more just like bringing different people with different expertise from the industry to just speak about their experiences and give advice. Because again, like I said, when I first went into it, I just didn't know who to speak to, what to speak about. It was just a bit. And yeah, the event wound up being amazing. And it was at the event, someone came up to me and she was like, oh, do you do um, training? And I was like, yes, I do. So yeah, I went <laughs> home and I curated this like massive masterclass on voiceovers. And, you know, I was just typing away. I was so like, I was buzzing off the back of the event. And I knew what I wanted to, I knew what people needed to learn just from doing the event. I knew what people wanted to know. I knew what how to put a class together. And I just like came up with a masterclass. And then I think a couple of weeks later, I put it on um, socials and then, yeah, we were just, wow. it's been, yeah, it's been a whirlwind ever since to be fair. Um, and I also knew that being the introvert slash extrovert that I am, I'm quite introverted, that people wouldn't necessarily all only want to do a masterclass. So I also put together a one-to-one session and then advanced level. And I just, you know, I was just typing for hours, like just, it was crazy. But yeah, that's kind of what grew and took me in the direction of like actually training and doing yeah personalized one to one training. And and what what stage of a voiceover's career, um, like when would they normally mm. contact you? A lot, right? So it's varied over the years. To be honest, I've get people who have no idea what voiceover is. They, you know, maybe have discovered or someone's told them, or over the years they found out that they've got a really nice voice or. They've done some research from VO. It could be anything. Those are the people that are just brand new, 
no experience, like never been in a studio before type of thing. Yeah. I get those people um, from all ages, old, young, everything. Um, a lot of parents as well hit me up, just wanting their kids to do it as well. I don't really do children yet. Um, and then I get people who have maybe, because we do voice real production as well. Okay. Um, so then I get people who have maybe had training elsewhere, um, maybe weren't too happy with their training or didn't feel like they got a lot out of it. Um, I kind of want to expand on it a little bit. Um, want a brand new fresh voice reel. Um, so it kind of, it really does range because some people, for example, I've got a couple of clients who are continuity on some big channels, but they've never done commercial voiceover. And I pretty much specialize in commercial VO. So these are guys that have been continuity readers for years on yeah. big stations, you know, but they've never had any com um, commercial experience in VO. So, you know, their, their voice is so tailored and they sound amazing doing their yeah. continuity work. It's, I mean, they sound insane. I, I always say continuity um, voiceovers, they're just a different breed. Yeah, like they're a different breed. They're just like It's something crazy. that you have to be born to do, I, yeah. I believe, anyway. And they sound yeah. just insane, but they also mm. want to get into commercial stuff as well. So I get those guys. So I, like I said, it's not just people that are brand new. It's people that are in different fields of the industry. Yeah. As well, you know? So, so if I was to to send you an email yeah. um knowing my history and the stuff yeah. i've done yeah what would you do with somebody like me that's got maybe a little bit of experience yeah. but i haven't got the extent yeah. extensive yeah. experience of say yeah. someone like yourself has been in it yeah, for yeah. 10 years yeah, like yeah. what's the first thing you would do with yeah. someone like me um i would obviously narrow down what it is where you are in your career like mm. Do you have a voice reel? Have you got a studio experience? Um, that type of stuff, first of all. Mm. And then I would probably direct you to either, well, first of all, I'm going to want to hear your voice reel. Yeah. I'm going to kind of want to hear the type of video you've done. And just from listening to a voice reel, I will either assess if I say, you know what I feel like, because a lot of people come to me at that stage because they're wanting to find or get more work, yeah. essentially, or get an agent or, because they might be getting work themselves, but maybe haven't got an agent and they want to get an agent. So maybe I'll... um tailor your voice reel just a little or tweak it a bit because it might be brilliant but I might just tweak it a bit to make it agent ready also potentially like I had a girl similar to you actually who's got a bit of experience amazing voice um hasn't got an agent had a voice reel but wanting to get that extra experience so we will do something maybe like an advanced session which is a bit like talking to picture and talking to the time in my master classes or one-to-one some one-to-ones um, we don't really do anything to time. We just do it for the sake of like getting you vocally ready, uh, yeah. working on your vocal range. That's part one. But you know, in VO, everything is pretty much the time. Like time <laughs> yeah, is not your yeah, own. Yeah, of course. Of you course. know, time is not really your own in this industry. Time have, is money. Have, yeah, literally. <laughs> you've got 10 seconds. You've got six seconds. You've got five seconds. And so in the advanced sessions, we go through talking to picture, which is where, you know, the, the client will probably send you a video and give you the script and say, you know, fit your, lot yourself in between these bits. Um, so you, we do discover talking to picture. I also do a little bit of animation and gaming as well. Cause that's a whole nother industry. Yeah. Sorry, I keep knocking the mic. Um, animation and gaming. Cause that's a whole nother industry that people are unaware of, which is a really lucrative industry. You know, a bit of mm -hmm. dubbing as well. Yeah. There's so many layers to this, to this job. Yeah. There's like so many different <laughs> industries you can be in. And so we go over that type of stuff. So someone like you, I would definitely throw straight into an advanced session. You have studio experience. You've worked with an engineer before. I can literally put you into a situation and say, look, these are our scripts. Here's what we're going to focus on. Um, get you working on some animation scripts. You know, give me some ABC takes, working on that vocal range, pushing you out of your comfort zone as well. I mean, I love to push people out yeah. of their comfort zones because I discover 
amazing things about people's voices in those moments that they didn't even know themselves sometimes they can actually do. And I mean, I love doing an advanced session. It is like one of the favorite things. I mean, I love training, period. Yeah. So um, I'm quite passionate about, you know, getting new voices in and, you know, discovering things about people's voices that they may not have known for themselves. So for you or someone like you, it's definitely straight into an advanced session. And then we're going to assess your voice real, make sure that it's, I guess, agent ready or getting you as much traction as you possibly could get either yeah. by adding additional scripts or taking away some things that I don't feel like complement your voice. Okay. And so do you think that yeah. a person's accent or dialect would change the way that they're coached? Do you believe oh. that somebody that might be from Liverpool, for example, mm-hmm. um, and they come to say yourself, would you treat yeah. them differently to me, basically? Um, I've had, Man- by the way, I've had Liverpoolian and Mancunians yeah. and people from Birmingham and yeah. all over the world, actually. French, loads, yeah. loads of people. So I'll just work backwards. Voice reel. Your voice reel will definitely be more tailored to your accent and the kind of work you're going to actually get. Yes. Um, we have to be realistic about this industry sometimes. Um Certain accents, certain voices aren't really going to get every type of work. They may not, for example, a French a French accented person is not going to get potentially. I take that back. I was going to say something which actually is a lie. I was going to I was going to say that a French accented person would never get continuity on E four, but that's a lie because yeah, they've got a lie. Yeah, that's a yeah. big lie. <laughs> so they've got a ba- that's a big lie. I've used yeah. that as an example, but it's a bad it's a bad example. But they ultimately it would be tailored for a Mancunian, especially on their voice reel, things that are more tailored to um, the kind of products they're going to sell, the kind of shows they're going to introduce or promo. You understand? It's going to be very much specific to them. Um, In terms of the general training, just going forward again, in terms of the general training, uh, a one-to-one or a masterclass, we can all read the same scripts and we can read them with um, certain, and we can push people's vocal range in those areas as well. Where it will change is just pretty pretty much your voice reel, and even okay. and even an animation script or even a, um animation or narration because certain companies just wouldn't use certain accents for whatever reason they wouldn't especially if you've got a really strong accent yeah they're gonna they're just not gonna do it and I'm yet to be proven wrong on that so <laughs> let's see yeah because there's instances where you know sometimes people tell to mm. dial your accent back or. Um, you know, or no one more. Me. No one to I, me I, yet. Oh, oh, I, <laughs> no I've had my yet. fair share, and yeah, I just feel dial your you know, accent back. N- no, some people ask for more, some people ask for less. Right, right, right. I've I've had either or, and right, right, right. I've learned, you know, just have a range. Um, that's and the, just that's the aim of the game, yeah, right? Yeah, just to have, and I used to take kind of. I was, yeah, actually, yeah, I used to take offense to it yeah. <laughs> in yeah. the beginning, but the yeah. longer I was in, you know, the industry, I learned that, you know, my accent is my superpower. Yes. And as long as I stay true to myself, it's okay to tone yeah. it down or tone it up because essentially I'm acting. It, that's it's, fine. So yeah, just don't take offense right? to that. Yeah. And, you know, in the beginning, I was, this was before I even stepped foot into a studio or onto a mic to do voiceover, I remember I was looking at articulation lessons and because I felt that's how a voiceover mm, had to mm, sound, mm, mm, like yeah. pronounce the T's and all yeah. of this. And yeah, yeah. that's just one of the examples, um, yeah. you know, I found out very quickly that no, yeah. you, you, 
you should sound different. And, yeah, yeah. You, you know, should have a gr- you should have an extensive vocal range. Yes. And I will just I'll just lean on the T situation for a second. You know, when it comes to pr- the pronunciation of T's, I like I said, I don't pronounce my T's very well. Um, <laughs> so if I do, but what I will do, you know, where I'll give the client an option. So I do a lot of um, celebrity juice, right? Chrome. Okay. So, and as I, even as I just said it, right? So I will be like, brand new celebrity juice, right? But yeah. I'll say to the client, do you know what? Do you want to say celebrity or celebrity? T. And I'll yeah. be like, brand new celebrity juice. So I can say, I can do both. Yes. My natural thing is just to say celebrity because that's how it yeah. is. But they'll be like, do you know what? And more time when I hear it on TV, it says celebrity because I'm like, do you know what? It sounds natural just how it is. Nobody's going to say anything exactly. about it. Yeah. But I'm yeah. able to, like you, just make sure I can t- I can dial it up and I can be, yeah, exactly. all my T's and all my letters can be right there for you. Or I can just be my very natural yeah. speaking stuff and drop it completely. Yeah. But having that vocal range is what's important to the job. And I stress yeah. it all the time. Vocal range. You are voice acting. Yes. It's being able to showcase a wide variety of emotions, sounds, accents of voices from mm. one human. And that is really where you get your USP. Yeah, definitely. To those who don't know what USP means, what does USP mean? Unique selling <laughs> power. Okay. Cool. That is your unique selling power. Having that amazing voice. I mean, your voices are on USP already anyway. Yeah, exactly. Everyone's voice is unique. No one sounds like you. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. already you're at, you're at an advantage. I do mm. stress the importance of, you know, enunciation. Yeah. And even if you don't pronounce your T's or certain letters or, you know, you're lazy with certain words, you know, when, you, when you're giving a, given a script, you're going to have to read it and people are going to have to understand what you're saying. So you have to, your diction has to be on point. And I really stress that importance of diction. I'm on a one-on-one conversation, probably even this podcast. I mumble. I talk so fast. I'm a fast, fast, fast talker. I mumble most of my words a lot of the time when I'm talking one-on-one. But in, when I have a script, oh, you can't mess with me. (laughs) I'm enunciating. Do you know what I'm saying? Because I really, I really do stress the importance of that. No matter what your accent is or how you speak, you know, just enunciate well. No, I hear you. Another thing I wanted to ask is, yeah. there's a lot of people out there that offer coaching. Yeah. Now, are they? What... I don't see them. There are. There's a no, lot. They're probably, I don't know. I don't <laughs> at know. what point do you feel you can call yourself a coach? And what mm. skills do you have to have mm-hmm. to call That's yourself a coach? Such a great question. God damn. Such a great question because I do, I mean, there are a bunch of coaches. I don't know what some of the accolades are or what they aren't. I don't know. And for me, you need to have, uh, can I swear? Yeah, go for it. I swear. So for me, (laughs) you need to have like a shitload of voiceover, actual voiceover experience whereby you have been booked by a client other than yourself. And I say that because a lot of people will like, you know, I guess do a lot of voice work and just put it out. But and say, you know, I've been, I've got voice work, I had voice work. And it's like, no, no, no. Someone needs to have actually paid you for your time to voice a product, a promo, something. Yeah. yeah. Where continuously, where you have, because that also just builds experience, that client voiceover communication. A lot of people don't even know how to communicate with a client back and forth, yeah. back, negotiate fees, X, Y, and Z. This is what builds your experience up, you know? Yeah. Going into the studio, knowing how to deal with clients when you're in the studio, knowing how to act when you're in a session you know there's this um I don't know if it's a misconception I don't know what it is but some people say you think that when you go into a studio and you know you get you get the script and you're reading 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 and you just have to you just have to read it as it how can I say this 
you have to read it as it is, right? Just take the scripts and read it. However, yeah. when you're in a session as a professional voiceover artist, the clients obviously heard your voice real. You are able to give and receive feedback. You are able to say, do you know what? Can I try it like this for you? Because you might prefer it like this. And just being able to even have those little types of conversations that people are unaware of. Sometimes your best self is not what the client has asked you to do. You might say to the client in a, in a certain way, do you know what? I think I can make this sound a little bit better for you. Can I try it like this for you? And let me like, um, you know, give you that example. And they'll probably say, oh yeah, no problem. So, do you know what? You were right. But certain times you're just going to go into it and read it as it is in the paper without even giving it your own personal flair. Just because you don't have the experience, you just don't know. Yeah. If you have made an abundance of YouTube videos on how to be a voiceover artist, but are yet to have had any VO work yourself, I'm not sure if that makes you credible in this industry or not. I can't say that it is. Um, and I don't. I also don't think that you know being um, a voice trainer or whatever has to come from just voiceover artists. It can come from clients. It can come from a production point of view as well. Engineers work a lot with voiceover artists. They know the ins and outs of what sounds good. They know the ins and outs. They can probably train too. But it's yeah. more the people that haven't had any experience in the industry that I'm like, okay, this is a waste <laughs> of money, time and effort. You know? do, do you believe um, coaches should be active in the industry while they're coaching? Or would, would, you, would you recommend somebody that's new into the voiceover world to get coaching from someone that's not actively working? That's a great question. My heart says you should be active. Yeah. Because you know what's current and you know what's happening right now in the industry. You should at least have. My heart says you should be actively working in the industry to be able to coach. Everyone has a dry spell. Don't get it twisted. Yeah, of course, of course. Everyone has a dry spell in this industry. Um. If you haven't worked for like five years, I don't think you should be actively giving that. I don't know. But then it's, do you know what it is? Do you know what? It's that, it's that, <laughs> it's that crazy one between um, singing coaches, people that are singing coaches. I always think of that. Singing coaches have never, they're not in the industry, but they know what sounds good and they can coach you to death. Do you know I what I mean? Feel, I feel singing is a bit more black and white though. Yeah. Because... You hit, a, you hit a note, you hit a yeah. note. If you don't You're hit right. it, you don't hit it. And, yeah. and I feel with voiceover, it's very much, you know, what's in right now. Yeah. yeah that's, that's why I'm on the fence. I mean, I can only come from an active, myself, an active working voiceover artist who is um, working all the time. So I, you know, I'm constantly learning new things and speaking to people and um, learning new things about the industry probably every single day. So that I'm, and that I'm able to implement into my coaching into yeah. my sessions and at the same time when you come to a session with 4c it's not just about you know the physical i mean the um the physical um training in the studio we also do like a lot of talking and sometimes you can only answer those questions if you're actually actively in the industry yeah of course and that's where if somebody asks a question to someone who's not in the industry they might just fluff it for the, just for the sake of saying whatever i don't know but they won't have the answers to certain questions because they're just not yeah. in the industry. So it's difficult for you to go to someone who hasn't, has never worked or as an active voiceover artist or um, really doesn't have any hands-on experience. It's a bit difficult to yeah. put your trust in that person as person, as a coach. Cause you want, you, cause you do want to say to them, you know, what, what makes you credible enough to say, this is the formula yeah. to get me ahead. So actually to answer your question, I do think that a person needs to be, 
actively working in the industry to be a coach. Okay. Or they retired and they gave up. Not that they couldn't get any work. Yeah. Yeah. Or they retired and they just decided to stop. But they still have all the fundamentals in their brain and they're still actively in the industry. And what should what should a new VO or an existing VO look for when they're looking for a coach? I want to give my example of the reason I didn't get coached in the, in the beginning is okay. because yes. I went in by myself. I made something of myself by myself. And right. I felt like nobody could tell me, tell me how to yeah. do what I'm doing. Yeah. This was early in, in, in maybe the first six to 12 months. Yeah. Obviously, looking back, mm-hmm. I know you can always learn and, and that's just life yeah. in general. But in the first six to 12 months, I was like, you can't tell me how to do what I'm doing, especially commercial work, because right. commercial yeah. work is yeah. about the individual specifically. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. why am I going to, you know, go to a coach? Why are you and... going to go to 40 Voices? Why are you going to come to me? <laughs> why are you going to in, in general, in, in, yeah. in, in general, I'm like, why am I parting with my money? Sure, sure, that, sure. That, you know, I, I, you can't tell me how to be me. Sure. Now, now, why would I come to you? No, come. I don't care. But actually, I would almost say that, you know, 4C Voices isn't for people like you. Yeah. It's okay. actually for people who don't know what to do. Because some okay. people are thinking, you know what? I have no clue where to start. I'm just here to help you get your wheels in motion, to be completely yeah. honest. And maybe, and there are plenty of people who are like you who, yeah. you know what? And I'm bear in mind, I didn't come from a coaching voiceover background. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? It was literally a figure it out for yourself. And some people are great, like you, are great at figuring it out for themselves. Mm. Go for it. And for me, don't part with your good, good coin, even yeah. for my business. I'm not here for you. I yeah. cannot help you because you clearly can help yourself. Maybe yeah. I can tell you one or two things. I can give you a couple of email addresses that you may not have had before. I can point you in a certain direction. I can tell you what's a great mic to get. I can give you many other little gems, potentially. You personally, Joe Troy. Yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. I can tell you things that you may not know. But mm. maybe when it comes to the actual physical training, you might be like, oh, see if I'm good for this. You yeah. might come to an advanced session and be like, oh, would well, you know what? I've done talking to picture. I know how to do animation. I know how to handle clients. I know how to um, approach a client. I know how to approach um, agents. I'm actually good. I'm like, cool. Then you be great. Yeah. Actually be amazing. But it's for those individuals who feel like, you know what? I need that little boost. I've been on Fiverr or Mandy or shout out to those other, those whatever website, not shout out to them, but no shade <laughs> to them. Yeah. Um, I've been on all these websites and I've been here for X amount of time and I feel like a little boost to help me get to the next level. That's where you can come and see me. And yeah. maybe I'll give you a gem or a piece of advice or I'll point you in a direction that you were, you were not looking at before. And mm. you know what? Enter 4C Voices. But maybe I'm not for you. And I'm, yeah. I, I'm actually not claiming to be for, Ed, for everyone, yeah, to yeah, be yeah. completely honest. Yeah. I'm actually for the person who doesn't know how to, what mic to get, doesn't know what editing software to use, doesn't even know how to record from their mic into their computer, doesn't know any of that stuff. And it's not even that complicated, but some people just do not have a clue. Yeah enter 40 voices. So there's multiple different strings to what we're actually doing here. It's the person who really either wants a boost, they've been trying it by themselves or has no clue where to start. And many people just have no clue. And that's fine too. You don't even have to have a clue. That's why we're here. I love that. So come to me. You have a conversation with I don't want to see you anything. 
<laughs> no, but I think what you said, yeah. you know, just encapsulate the whole coaching thing because yeah. it's not necessarily about, you know, it, it could be just a conversation. It could be like, literally. oh, you could speak to this person. Yeah. Or there's, you know, no, doing literally. the demos or what mics to get. It's, yeah. it's just sharing of knowledge. No, absolutely. Absolutely. And like I, like I said, let's just to reiterate, I don't even, what we do before C is literally, it's not, it may not be for everyone. I've had people that, like I said, they've had voice reels. They've got voice yeah. reels, not had, they've got voice reels. And they literally just want to like expand on their skills through. And I'm only expanding, giving you stuff that I've done. And look, here's how I've done it. And here's how it goes. And here's the scripts you should be focusing on. Here's the way in which you should be reading them. Here's what you should be doing in order to get your voiceover career to that level that you want it to be. Whether it's the beginning stages and you just want to like focus on getting one job a month and then you want to, you know, grow it over that, then come see me. I'm here to help you. And it is, it's not free advice, granted, because I got light bills and stuff. I got oh, a mortgage. Okay. Oh, oh, don't you know get what me I mean? started. Okay. So, you know, there has to be um, a funnel, a space for me to give you the information and the the services that I give. And like I said, I give it, what I want to say is I give it freely. Like I give it, but it's not free in terms of money. It's free because wholeheartedly, I'm not trying to gatekeep this industry for anybody. Mm-hmm. I, I'm really, I want people that look like me, sound like me, that are passionate about this industry like me, or even just want to try it to give it their, I want to give them the best possible start. No one gave it to me. Yeah. I, I luckily, I was lucky enough to be in a position where I won a competition and then people would talk to me, talk to me, talk to me. How can I do it? How can I do it? And I can give you what I knew at the time. I was, it was very little. I didn't start foreseeing until I was what, eight, nine years in, eight years in to this industry, but I had eight years of experience going wow. through it. Do you understand? I've been full time in it for five years prior to that. So do you know what I mean? It was, do you know what? Maybe I am in the best position to give you the steps, the keys, the yeah. knowledge, the information, the training that you need yeah. to just try a thing. Well, Sifa, thank you <laughs> for taking time out today. Yeah, man, that was fun. I loved it. Made, I loved my VO. As you can tell, I'm very <laughs> passionate about it. Awesome. Well, thank you again. And um, yeah, we, let's keep in touch. Absolutely. Thank yes. you. Yes. Thank you. Awesome. So what did I learn from today's conversation? A coach comes in different forms and can offer you teachings, advice or guidance. If you have the funds and are a complete novice, I would definitely recommend a coach to steer you in the right direction. Make sure that any coaching you do get is something useful that you can use to get work right away, like a new accent or demo, for example. Don't feel pressured into getting a coach if you don't feel it's right for you. Take your time and when the time is right, you will know. Just because someone else has used a specific coach doesn't mean their style will work for you. So make sure you do your research on what you want versus what is being offered. And finally, be willing to learn. Even if you don't want to learn from a coach or mentor, you can do it yourself. Follow other voiceovers, study what they do, practice and be a sponge. Thank you, Sifa, for speaking with me and making this episode possible. If you are new or seasoned in the industry and looking for some coaching, you can find information on 4C Voices in the show notes below as always. Right, looks like my time is up for this week. Signing out, 
Until the next episode.